This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Are you ready, all you fans out there in out there land? I say it's time again. Have mercy, let the congregation say, hey man. It's time for the biggest, baddest party in the world. So get on up, turn it up a notch, and get ready to boogie, baby. Ow! <laughs> if you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V-I-G! Ah! A, B, C, D, E. F-G. Pretty good, pretty, pretty good. H-I-J-K-L-M-N. No! <laughs> O-P-Q-R-S-T-U. My disappointment is immeasurable, and my day is ruined. V-W-X-Y-Z. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. How do you do, fellow kids? Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Chick-fil-A? Don't bogart that joint. You know, I mean, come on now. Just pass it around. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. The that joined, my friend. This sound system is awesome. We'll just pass it on down. And now, in a world on the verge of nuclear annihilation, two men have the power to walk us back from the brink of total destruction. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is uh, Friday morning, the 32nd of October. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Look, you can't have too much Rocktober. I'm okay with that. <laughs> push it on, push on. <laughs> Although, uh, rabbit, rabbit, too. Yep. Both, both things, both things can be true. You know, but you don't. Okay, but but you don't really rabbit. believe the rabbit, rabbit thing. I can't. I can't discuss this with you again. I'm just for fascinated. Five hundred sixty-seventh month in a row. It's just a thing. It's a thing that people do. It. it what's the Why? harm? There's no downside. No, but what's the upside? But if Rabbit Rabbit, look, look, look. If Rabbit Rabbit works, it takes one second to do. If it doesn't work, nothing, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Rabbit Rabbit, who's with me? How was everybody's Halloween? <laughs> it's pretty, pretty good, man. Fine, pretty good. <laughs> Jensen, I understand you had uh, all of Southern California at your house last night. Three hundred and fifty candy bars, king oh. size candy bars were handed out, and it, and I was adamant. To you didn't I, have that many. To There's no way family. you had that much candy. I did. We you didn't have to go on a run. No, last oh. year we did two hundred, and we were out pretty quick. So we were like, let's just try three fifty. Let's just, let, you know, do you have any left over? No, oh, we had three, okay. three left over. I think so. You know, be honest, three forty-seven. But you would have brought them in. 
What is it? You would have brought it oh, in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. All right, okay. No, they 100%. Uh, no one doubled up. Uh, they, no, I'm telling you. It was all. You were really paying attention. Yes, big time. I, I'm, I'm thinking like 201. No. Because you lost track. I, and... I like chronicled shoes. I was like, if they put on a mask, I'll know. Like, it was it was intense. Is your neighborhood one of those where everybody else comes to? It because appears it's a great... to be. Yeah. yeah, it appears to be. I, I was... Uh, I was shocked to see how many people I think get driven into our our neighborhood for. Yeah. Maybe it's for the the group that has the king size candy. Maybe they know. Hmm. Three hundred and fifty though. That's a uh, yeah. That's exceptional. All night long, it was like I never stopped. I was not home in New Orleans last night, but my ring alert went off sixty times. So it looks <laughs> like it was. Uh, I'm wondering how much of my house is still standing. What if it was that dude trying to return the money sixty right? times? Oh, and I missed it. He was like, "I picked Halloween." Look, I don't know what to do. I figured you'd be home handing out candy. Yeah, it was the I did do it the forty bucks. Mm-hmm. I did pick up a couple of times just to see, and it was in fact little kids standing on yeah. the porch. And I'm just thinking, man, I hope I hope they're not the kind of little kids who get mad when mm-hmm. the porch lights are on, but nobody comes to the door. You know what I mean? Like and then I'm, you I'm get worried about. Yeah, I'm yeah. worried about that or broken windows or something. But oh, yes, kids, I don't think kids, people get that mad. Kids are much meaner in your they universe. They just move right on. 60, though. 60 seemed like a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. But nothing compared to Jensen. My God. 350. Wow. You can't afford Halloween to come around no, more often. No, it was a, it's an ex- a Costco. It's an expensive venture. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Kevin, you have anybody at your house last night? I did not. Hmm. Oh, I did luck not. out. Yeah. Luck out. They were like, stay away from that weirdo's house. <laughs> here's a um, here's a story that was completely appropriate for Halloween if you are afraid of snakes. I know, Jensen, this one got oh. under your skin yesterday. Oh, man. You know how our friend uh, Adam Carolla, Kevin, has one house that he only owns uh, for visitors? Yeah, it's a party house. Yeah, he lives in one house, and then he has another house that he goes over that he allows friends to come to. <laughs> That's okay? a bucket list thing for me. I need to do that one That's day. Beautiful. Seriously, it's a pretty sweet deal. Yeah. Well, this is a guy named um, uh, Donald Munson who lives in a small town in Indiana called Oxford. He is a county sheriff there, and he lives in his house, but he owns the house next door. What do you suppose he keeps in the house next door, Kevin? Um, what would he keep in the house next door? He has door? a house next door just to keep what in? His uh, Blu-ray DVD collection <laughs> oh, no, that he no. hasn't opened up now yet? Now that's a bucket list dream. <laughs> you are correct, 140 snakes. <laughs> yeah! I was going to say animals, but I thought, no, that's not doable. Yes. But I guess with snakes, it is. 140 snake oh, house. Oh, my God. 140 snakes live in the house next door. Nope. He, um, I mean, this is weird for me because these are his, I guess they're sort of his pets, but he also kind of has a breeding business too. So he keeps them separate from his house and he just checks in on them. And there's another woman, I guess he's kind of subletting some of the house too, who also has a bunch of snakes. Her name is slash was Laura Hurst. (laughs) Oh, was. 36 years old because when Mr. Munson checked on the property yesterday, he made a startling discovery, an eight foot long python Wrapped around the woman's neck. Oh, she my God. was dead. dead. Strangled by either her python or Mr. Munson's python. Somebody's python got to her. Now, she obviously had a bunch of snakes and went in there to check on them. I'm just trying to figure out. I don't know enough about big, big snakes. I used to have a boat constrictor, but I never got in a situation like this. How did something like this happen where a snake was able to get up on her, get around her, and strangle her? I'm trying to figure out how it happened. I don't know, unless maybe the snake wrapped around her feet and then she fell. And then, mm-hmm. got it. And or, then she's I mean, accessible. <laughs> it, 
I, I feel like if you have a bunch of snakes and you're super into them, don't you sort of play with them a lot and put them around your neck? But do they play? You see people do that I all the time. That. Yeah, people I see carry, it all the time. I mean, and not just Britney Spears. You right. see other people who actually have a big snake wrapped around their neck and they don't seem to. I mean, I think the trick to that is you make sure they're well fed. Yeah. You make sure they're not hungry, right? That's that's the answer there to not get squeezed. But why, Oh, is that what is that is squeeze? See, now that's a question I have. Is squeezing involved in eating? Like I think if, that's how they kill their prey. Oh, boy. I think they squeeze them to death, right? And then eat them. Fatality. I think so. Yeah. Uh, that's the worst. This is the worst story we've ever told. I, I, I would be so afraid of this. Can you, I, um, even with one snake. If I was even in the neighborhood, even, because yeah. I would go, You're, one of those snakes is going to get out. Yeah, and kill me. So you um, you show up. You know he's the he's the sheriff. By the way, this guy he's the sheriff. So he calls. I imagine his 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 peeps, and they mm-hmm. come out and they walk into a house with 140 snakes, including one wrapped around a dead woman. That's what ha- that's what their Halloween was all about. I don't think that's cool. He's asking for that's it with 140 ruling. snakes. You know. Yeah, and so she, I guess, if she's moving into part of that house with <laughs> her own the, snakes, the babisitter. Yeah, Apparently she had snakes 20. Were fighting. Says yeah. here she had 20 snakes. How do you keep them separate, too? How do you keep your snakes separate from her snakes? How do you know whose snakes are whose? Maybe uh, Bed Bath & Beyond ornament containers? Because <laughs> there's, a, there's sure, quite, a, work. quite a run on them right now. So anyway, there's your, uh, there's your Halloween story if you want something to think about. If you want, to rock, if you want Rocktober to continue, I want, yeah. you just, uh, I want you to think about that story a few times today. That is not how you want to go. Not no, it's not. Mm-mm. All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean Show, shall we? Remember where you are, so you remember where you are right now. Uh, Apple TV Plus and Disney Plus and HBO Max, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff starting up. So we're going to try this. Too keep, much TV. Keep it straight with uh, Michael Snyder will join us today and kind of uh, explain what those are. We also have uh, you hate follow someone on social media. Yeah. I don't think I've ever done that. It's kind of no. all I do. I don't What? It's kind of all I do. I don't really under, even understand it. I don't either. Well, I'm going to have trouble explaining myself. Okay. Because right. who needs more negativity or stress in their life? It's not that bad. I just I I'm keeping tabs. I guess I don't know. It's dumb. are they dangerous? <laughs> Maybe everyone keeping is dangerous. Tabs. You've heard the snake story. Everyone sure. is dangerous. I just for some reason follow people I don't really like. Okay, How well, ma- that makes us feel good about being followed by Jensen, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're top of the list. Uh, keep it one hundred because it's Friday, and we talked to listener Janet yesterday about. Uh-huh. Trick-or-treating as an adult. Mm-hmm. 36 years old. Well, 37 now, I guess. But she was very proud about going out and getting candy that she didn't even want. She would go out by herself, no kids, trick-or-treat, yeah. throw a tantrum if she didn't get candy. And then I know this is hard to believe, but then she would go back home and she would throw the candy away. And she, she figured it was like her God-given right. That's yes. right. Yeah, in order to trick-or-treat. So we're going to check back in with her today and see how it went last And night. let me remind oh, she's you. She's going to go, I live right next to a dude that gave out 350 <laughs> candy bars. And I took 349 <laughs> of them. Let, let me remind you also, she borrows kids from people. Oh, I didn't think that was even part. I mean, yeah, part sometimes, yes. She borrows neighbors' kids. If She, she uses uh, nieces and nephews so that she can go out and trick-or-treat. She's straight crazy. Yes. So Wackadoodle. That, that means we love her and we want to talk to her again today. Mm-hmm. We will take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Jensen is in for Allie today with what's happening on a fry. Yay. Yay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Have you ever been to Universal Halloween Horror Nights? Uh, yeah. You have been. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, they have these like mazes that are all themed for movies or TV shows or whatever. Walking Dead, Poltergeist, whatever. Mm-hmm. You go through and Carol Ann's in front of the TV and whatever. What if, when you were going through one of those houses, you noticed that one of the scares or characters 
was the actual actor or actress from the movie. That would be a surprise. That would freak me out. I, it would be I kind believe. of scary. Well, Lupita Nyong'o did it just this past uh, week. Day, two days ago mm-hmm. over at Universal she sat in as her character from the movie Us and throughout the whole night when people were just walking through the haunted maze or whatever they call them it was Lupita playing herself is That's her character crazy. on <laughs> Us scary? yes terrifying this isn't This is Us that. no this isn't uh, this isn't like a drama or anything this is the scary movie Jordan Peele directed oh, where she has the scissors gotcha, and she's gotcha. like a, okay. a tethered I thought you were talking about the TV show This Is Us I was like that's a pretty big light down then that would be the worst horror maze <laughs> it's just a bunch of people talking about their feelings <laughs> uh, my yeah. bad so you're walking around this haunted mansion and out of you know, or a haunted maze and out of nowhere it's Lupita Nyong'o that is Awesome. And, that is uh, pretty cool. Yeah, and Universal put out sort of a viral video, so you can look at it online. Uh, and it's it's her scaring people. That's pretty long. cool. What a fun gig, though. Yeah. When you take a movie, you don't necessarily think you'll be running a, a maze soon after. Right. She, uh, you know, they send out these screeners every year to, like, voters of the Oscars or writers or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I get them for being in the Writers Guild, and it's the first one that they sent out this season is Us. She's going to be nominated for Best Actress. Really? I think so. Bean? She was great, and I'll tell you that. She's so good. I mean, I it's too it's too early for me to know because I, in my head, I don't have all the competition. You know, yes. I don't know how many must-nominate roles there are this year, but she was terrific in that movie. Well, I love that movie. Uh, this made no sense to me. John Legend and Kanye West uh, have been friends for, I don't know, now 15, 20 years. And recently in Vanity Fair for an interview talking about Jesus is King, he said, I'm not trying to disown Kanye because I still love him and love everything we've done together creatively. But we were never the closest of friends, which is like kind of shocking because John Legend's basically entire career is, you know, thanks to Kanye. Yeah. He's defended him in the past. He's come against him in the past. Like, those guys are kind of synonymous at times. Uh, but the singer took to Twitter to clarify his statements. And it, it did anything but clarify his his stance. Can you guys try those to help? Are my, those are my favorite. Try to help me with okay. this. I get why people want to make this a thing, but I was explaining to the reporter how I've seen people I love reaching to the deaths of their, reacting to the deaths of their mothers. I was thinking specifically of my own mom, Chrissy's mom, and others. Then she asked me if I was referring to Kanye as well after his mother died, and I told her I wasn't really in a position to say because while Kanye and I have a long friendship and have made a lot of great music, we weren't close on that level. Yeah, that that makes sense. Does it? Yeah. Bean? Um, You lost me. Yeah, I don't think it makes any sense because he was saying, I I don't want to disown Kanye. That has nothing to do with the death of their mothers. I don't know if he's, I don't know. When you look back at Kanye's career in life. I don't know. It's a moment where, where to me, it's a moment with John Legend. Okay. All right. Made no sense. Okay. <laughs> Zero. Uh, what's uh, what's, what's going on with the, what's going on with Kanye these days? Is he having some sort of a crisis? Some sort of a meltdown? No, some sort of a... it seems like he's in. I mean, dare I say, seems like he's in good shape. Okay. Good shape. Well, I mean, he's he thinks he's God, sort right. of. But I mean, right. like as far as like being manic or drugged up or whatever, doesn't he? Seems like he's actually doing work and getting ready for a tour. I mean, I don't like any of the stuff, mm. but seems like people think he's healthy. Okay. Uh, some birthdays today. Tony Collette uh, from The Sixth Sense and Little Miss Sunshine. Larry Flint, Jenny McCarthy, Anthony Kiedis. That's a K-Rock artist. Right. Uh, Ronald Bell from Cool in the Gang. Okay. Here Mugs' his interview later. All right, yeah, we'll, we'll do, do it later. later. We'll put him back to back. Bo Bice and Tim Cook. I mean, you've really uh, put a big investment in our country. We appreciate it very much, Tim Apple. And that's <laughs> what's going on. 
It's Kevin and Bean. K Rock Karaoke. It's Friday morning here on the Kevin and Bean Show. Um, yeah, yeah. It's my last. Friday. Yeah, yeah. It's my last. Friday. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got it, got it. Friday, right? <laughs> it's my last Friday, you guys. Right on the Kevin and Bean Show. Yeah. Bean uh, speaking. Bean's quitting. Um, uh, dying. I'm not dying. I'm All fine. Right, PB. Um, my last day on the show after 30 years is next Thursday. Yes. So this is my last Friday. So when is yeah, yeah, f- the going away party? Uh, we've covered this. Oh, we've covered it. <laughs> oh, right. we've covered it. Yes. There's, so there's no going away party. Right. right. This, this is the going away party. You right won't now. allow this it. Is it. Okay. Uh-huh. This is it. Yes. Not having a going away party. But I do want to say, and I have not had the uh, time, I'll have plenty of time soon because I'll be unemployed, but I have not had the time to respond to the hundreds of emails that I've been receiving and reaching out on social media, on Instagram and on Twitter from people who have said, good luck, well wishes. Oh, uh, you know, thank you for years of service. Did, um, did anyone say that their dead husband hated you? Uh, no, that was <laughs> no. just you, Jetson. Okay, that, only happened, that only happened to you. <laughs> right. But I will tell you that I, you know, I have a, a cold uh, black heart. Um, so it's very tough to, uh, to, to get any kind of emotion out of me. But I will tell you that it has been very touching. It has been very touching, to the, especially the, the number of people who have been listening to us for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, people, we have been, you know, we have been in their lives for most of their lives. I and think we both just assume, like, after a year and a half, you get tired of us, right? Yes. I know I did. We uh, we all hit a weird realization the other day when we figured out that when you started on the radio, I was nine. Yeah, we don't need to. <laughs> yes, that was, that was <laughs> I don't think we need to focus on that. Right, okay. But, I mean, I've heard from so many wonderful people who have just said, hey, you've been a really important part of my life. And they're not just talking about me. They're talking about the whole show, obviously. But, they, you know, they just, the show has been meaningful to people. I mean, you can't tell that from the ratings at all. Right. But the fact is that there are people out there who are listening who enjoy it. And it's just been, I just want to say thanks. If I don't get the chance to write all of those people back, I just want to say thank you very much for reaching out and letting me know, you know, that you've enjoyed the program over the years and I appreciate the well wishes. And I'm, you know, I'm really excited about moving on to the next thing, but I certainly don't take for granted what a wonderful opportunity this has been for me to be able to have this job. One of the best jobs at one of the best radio stations in America for half my life. And the next step is heaven, right? No, I'm not right, dying. I'm, I'm, no, I'm fine. I, I hope to work again. My plan is to get another radio job after right. this, sure. just in England. That's what I'm shooting for anyway. You could do radio in, when you're dead? Well, no, I mean, he I'm, means spirit. He means like, spirit stay, like the stories live on or whatever. I see. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. People are uh, leaving some messages on the AFRO line as well. 323-520-AFRO, 24 hours a day. Hey, Bean. So November 8th, we won't have time for the thing. Rest in peace, man. Thanks for all your hard work. And just remember not to call anyone pretty when you're on a ferry, because they'll tell you to f*** off. It's a good tip. Yeah, I did that one time. <laughs> Can't believe Dean is leaving so soon. And you know what? Every day should be a yay day. And you don't take back this Friday. We're going to have Monday, Tuesday, we're going to have Wang-yay, Thur-yay, and Friday. Okay? Every day is a yay day until we leave. I love you. Yay, yay! Hey, party people, especially Bean. Bean, I've listened to the Kevin Bean show since 1994. Even after moving out of the state, I still listen to you guys streaming the podcast. Even became a fan of the B team. I'm going to miss you. I, Mr. Bad Example, Bean makes us guests have always been something that's made my morning wonderful, entertaining, and hilarious. And if you ever go on air again, let me know. I'll follow you on the socials. I'll be there. Mr. Bean. 
How awesome is that? That's very, That's sweet. very sweet. I was waiting for the joke. Wherever yeah. you go, whatever you do, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. very cool. I'll be look, I'll be watching you. I cut it out just before I said, but. Right. <laughs> I just heard that Bean's not wanting to do anything for going away. I mean, 30 years, man. I mean, come on. You can't just. How are that sentence supposed to end? <laughs> what did he say? How was, How how was, was that, that sentence supposed, supposed to end? Bean. <laughs> Put on the pigtails and grow a pair. Put on your big boy panties. Do a going away party. You know why? Because you could raise a lot of money for your favorite charity. And people could make donations. So it's not for you. Okay? God damn it. I do want to let that woman know she can make a donation in your name at yes. any point. Doesn't need to have a party. I, I, do I like take, that Bean I is take disappointed point. to the very end as well. Right. Yes, I de- definitely have, uh, I have a long <laughs> career of disappointing people. Uh, this is a, uh, what do they call it, an Irish exit. That's what this is. This mm-hmm. is, the party's still going on, you guys. It's right. not like the show doesn't continue with, the, you know, all the great people on it, except for me. Um, but I'm, I'm just gone. I just slip out the back door. That's all. I've been listening to the Kevin and Bean show for more than half of my life now. I, I I just don't know what it's going to be like after Bean leaves. It's just we're all we've all been touched by Bean. I mean, at the end of the day, we've all been penis slapped by Bean. So Bean, Bean, you've touched us all with your peen. I'm going to miss you, man. Rest in peace. That's beautiful. Rest in that, peace. That is a uh, that's a touching tribute. <laughs> it's the final countdown for Bean. Rest in peace, Bean. Good impression. (laughs) I'm going to tell you that this one does not take a turn at the end. It's just beautiful. Hi, this message is for Bean Baxter. I've listened to K-Rock for the last 30 years since my kids were teenagers. I've also taught students with special needs for the last 25 years. And I have a granddaughter with Asperger's. You need to know how many lives you've reached by being yourself on the air. You've helped countless teachers and parents understand the children that are differently wired and know that they're okay being who they are, whether they love IHOP, 7-Eleven, the post office and the postmaster general, MAPS, the Edmund Fitzgerald, Pluto, the giant ball of string, and on and on. You will be greatly missed, and I wanted you to know without having to have difficult personal interactions. Thank you for being you. And thanks for that info, Bean. That's the greatest Afro call I've ever heard. And that, she named crazy all to the hear, best man. things in the world. Man. That is a crazy laundry list, though, isn't it? Oh, I love her. Thank you so much for that. That is that means the world to me. Thank what about you. what about this guy? Hi, um, I have a little story to tell you. Um, with Bean leaving um, uh, about ten years ago, um, two thousand eight, two thousand nine was just a terrible time in my life. Um, I was getting a divorce that was really traumatic for me and things were just terrible at my job. And, um, and back then, I, I don't know why I just kind of started listening to your show every day. And there were a lot of times back then when, um, when literally your show would be the only thing that would put a smile on my face for the whole day. Um, and, uh, and it just meant a lot to me. And, um, you know, it's 10 years later now, and uh, and I'm remarried to, like, the best, the greatest woman in the world, and we have a two-year-old kid, and, 
I have a new job that pays me literally twice as much money, and so things are way better. Um, but I, I still listen to the show every day, and I still think about how much that meant to me to to, to just have that in my life at that time. It kind of helped me get through what was really what was a really dark time for me. Um, so I uh, I just hope that maybe Bean would hear this before he leaves, um, and. Uh, I know you didn't do it for me, but you did it, and it really made a lot of difference to me. So uh, so thank you so much for the show. Keep up the great work, Bean. Um, uh, I love you and will miss you, and have a great time in England. I hope whatever comes next for you goes really well. Um, thank you all very much. That was it. <laughs> Bye. What a whiny little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You think that was an emotional response? Wait till you hear this. I mean, everybody's going to give you a nice, heartfelt message of how much you mean to them and how much they're going to miss you. So I want to do the opposite and let you know that you have the worst sneezes out of anybody in radio. Okay. Um, you like stupid stuff. You are the worst. And I hope you enjoy retirement or death or whatever you're doing. All right. Bye, Bean. <laughs> I mean, that I, felt more in line with you. Yeah, I'm yeah. much, more, much more comfortable with that expression of emotion, yes. 323-520-AFRO, 24 hours a day. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jensen. Yes. You're trolling on uh, Reddit. Yeah, I love the only thing. some sort of swinger action or something. I'm not sure why. The (laughs) only thing I look at on Reddit is Reddit asks. That's it. That's Reddit, Reddit ass? asks. Oh, <laughs> asks. Omar looks at ass. Right, that's that's his site. Uh, and they ask questions, and I, I'm always obsessed with seeing what people's answers are. And the one that I saw yesterday I love, which is, would you rather get $1 million, I just hand it over to you, or I give you the option to flip a coin, heads you get $1 billion. A billion. A billion. Tails you get nothing. So you have a million in your hand. Okay. Or do you take the chance... To flip a coin and get one billion. Just to clarify, because I'm not that smart. Um, a billion a, is more, Kevin. Is yeah, a, a million. thousand millions? Yes, that's right. A that's, billion is a thousand millions. Yes, it's unfathomable. But uh, your point is that a billion dollars is a lot of money. No, but it's it's so much more than a million. It's not even. It's 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 yes. It's I flip a coin. Kevin, that's great analysis. Uh, I flip a coin. That is exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Jetson. No but Kevin, you also you also are coming in at this from the perspective of a guy with money. If you're making thirty five thousand dollars a year and somebody offers you a million dollars, yeah, it is life changing. Yes, but a million dollars is not what it was in you know even ten years ago. Certainly not. Certainly. And not. we live in L.A., which 
A million Look, dollars is even less than anywhere else. Like a billion dollars, not only do you never have to. I mean, you you have to think about working again if you make a million dollars. You have yes. to That's take. True. You have to take into account the type of person you are. Yes. Hey Omar. Now, hey, how are you? If, if you are uh, like, <laughs> hey, um, how are you? Okay. Very entrepreneurial, uh, and you're a kind of a self motivator, and um, you're that type of person. You take the one million. What? You take the one million. You know why? Because myself, if I take the billion dollars, I would be dead in a month. And that's just. Well, I mean, I'm that's, not thinking I, it through that much. I'm I just saying. Oh, dude, if you get a million dollars, you yeah. imagine all the craziness that you would get into? Uh, Omar, not a lot, man. A million dollars is a lot. Don't get me wrong. It is a lot of money. It's a for, tremendous but, amount of but money. But I'm right. saying the difference between a million and a billion is so outstanding. Yeah, yeah, that's what I just said. You made fun of me. No, no, I'm repeating what a genius told me. Thank you. And a billion dollars is so much that it's it, it they're not even close to comparable. A million dollars is just a very incredible jackpot. A billion dollars is like you have an empire. No, that's what no no no. And but, your kids and their kids have an and empire. And their kids' kids. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. You, you invest that kind of money and you are like in a top one percent. No, I know that, but but there's no way you take the billion because you will die. Like seriously, like I most people would not die, die because you have too much <laughs> so money. Most, most, pe- most people would not know what to do with that money. Like I'm talking about the average person. Yeah. Most people, if you're coming from a place where you're earning fifty thousand dollars, you take the one million and you work. You continue to work and kind of just you, you, you're just you, set up for retirement. Absolutely. So what, said, a, absolutely. what a dull, sensible person. Do. That is too. That's sensible. what you do. He That's takes a million dollars and works. You don't take the billion dollars and blow it on mansions for everybody, and you don't live a lavish lifestyle that'll potentially that does lead sound down, terrible. Oh. Lead down. <laughs> Omar is saying. Omar is basically saying what happens to a lot of people when they win the lottery, yeah, which absolutely. is like yes. get a bunch of million dollars, then file bankruptcy, or there's like a huge suicide rate or whatever. It yeah, and then right. you make bad friends who are just making friends with you for yeah, the money. Pre- but a pretty fun six months, listen, man. Where's the downside? <laughs> when does the listen, downside you kick take in? take the million. No. Okay, really? Let me, hold on. Let me, no. let me interject here. Okay. Let me interject yeah. here. Okay. Picture you're in this scenario, and again, you're just joining us. The choice is you take the million dollars now or you flip a coin and either get nothing or a billion dollars. Okay, yeah. Let's say you decide to flip that coin. It comes up empty. You have nothing. Zero. It, right. In your mind, the devastation of all I had to do was say yes, and they would hand me a million dollars. Now you're living with that for the rest of your life. Yeah, but I think that... That's sadness, you guys. That's no, a... I, I don't think so. I yeah. think you, if you take that into account, you go, okay, it's possible I'm going to get nothing. So I have to be okay with that. You've made that decision. Yeah, and this, how is, not, yeah. how and this is from be, someone how... who definitely is not a degenerate gambler. No, no but how do you not yourself up, though, for the rest of your life that all I had to do was say yes and somebody would hand me six figures. I would have said, hey, worth the risk. I would have had a billion dollars. Worth the risk. Now, can I throw something else into the mix? Yeah. Take the million and invest it knowing you want to make more from it. So don't, you know, like go get buildings or something. Yeah. Like don't use it in your normal life and keep working. And I think you're trying to say to yourself, well, I had the chance to get a billion, but I'm investing this so that over the next 20, 30 years, you have like, you know, $20 million or something, Mm -hmm. $30 I don't hate that. It does feel good to make that decision, but also you could, you had a 50-50 chance to have a billion dollars. Good, good odds. Yeah. What would you do? I've thought about this a lot. Okay. I would flip the coin. Really? You would. I would. Because the, you were just like grilling me for that. Well, because you said it very strangely. But <laughs> here's here's I mean, my you're reason. You're not wrong. Here's my reason. I think I would hurt more from the chance of winning a billion than I would from passing on a million. I, it's almost like. Because you would say, I'm an idiot. Yes. 
Even if you're investing it, it's going to turn out I would out to rather be- take the loss of a million than the loss of a billion. Same. But, so, well, but wait. But yeah. you're getting the million guaranteed. Oh, 100%. But I'm losing but it by, guessing, by, take, by taking the risk. I see it as the money's in my pocket. I'm throwing right, it away. Do, let's Flip, do this because we're out of time. I'm going to flip a coin. Muggs, let's flip a coin. Let's flip a I'm coin gonna, for uh, Kevin. Uh, uh, Muggs, real quick. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm with Bean on this. Like, if I said, <clears throat> you know what? Forget the million. I'm going for the billion. And I miss that. I will be kicking myself mm. in the ass for the rest of my life. Not I could have had an easy million dollars. And right. for that, that is a lot for me. Well, we're testing it for right. bugs. So, well, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Is, is which side? Uh, well, we're going to go with what it says in the game. Oh, yeah, that's very is, important. Yes. Heads, heads it is. Get, no, it's not, you weirdo. No, tails comes up more, doesn't it? All right, it? thank no, you, Muggs. No, it doesn't, Muggs. <laughs> it's <laughs> the weight of the coin, guys. It Everybody is. knows that. Oh, thank you, Omar. Heads, you get a billion. Tails, you get nothing. Okay, so imagine you have a million dollars. Doesn't tails come up more? Here we go. Who's first? Yeah, no, it's just going to be Muggs. Okay. Just mugs? Okay. All right, it's done. Mugs has Mugs has a billion dollars. There you oh go! My God! Just like that. What Whoa. a crazy win! And he would have kept a million, and now forever you wow. would know you gave away a billion wow. dollars. Wow! Talk about a guy who'd be dead in a month, right? <laughs> yeah. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. You are very much in love with Janet, aren't you? I love Janet. Janet is uh, the listener that we talked to uh, last year about her trick-or-treating. She uh, joins us on the phone for an update because it is the day after Halloween. I say this is an annual tradition to check in with Janet every November 1st. Janet, welcome back to the Kevin Bean Show, my dear. How are you? Hi, and trick-or-treat. And trick-or-treat to you as well. (laughs) Now, I know we have to talk to you about Halloween stuff, but Dave, our producer, put you on hold, and he just told us something very shocking because we were trying to figure out how old you are, and we thought you were 36, and you told him what? I told him that I just found out that I'm 38. Uh, I'm sorry, but um, how did you, how does that happen? Talk us through just finding out. <laughs> well, I don't celebrate my birthday because I don't like birthdays. Okay, fine. Uh-huh. And, but but you know your birth year, right? Yeah, I kind of do. I mean, like what? I know my birthday date, and October the third is my birthday, and that's the only thing I know. What year it was, I don't know. Okay. Oh, Janet, you're the greatest. Wait, so Janet, so you're saying like you knew. It wasn't a surprise to find out, oh, I was born two years earlier and I wasn't told. It's just that it's never in your mind. It's not important. It doesn't come up. I never think about it. Right. Okay. Like when oh. my birthday comes up, I was like, oh, okay, today's my birthday. Ooh, whoa, whoa, that's it. That's it. Okay. Nothing more. All right, I respect that. Are you are you uh, married, Janet? Oh, heavens, no. No. If I was married, I wouldn't be having this much fun in my life. Okay. She's probably right. All right. So speaking of fun, we spoke with you last year, and you were unapologetic about being a grown-ass woman who was not at all afraid to trick-or-treat. You said, if I remember correctly, trick-or-treating is for everybody. It's not just for little kids, right? Mm-hmm. I stand by that. And this okay. is, one of the reasons was that last year I had full adults taking candy from my bowl, and I hit one of their hands. It drove you crazy. And Janet was mad that I did that. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Okay. Um, did you go out right. last night, Janet? Yes, I did. And tell us about it. How how did it go? Wait, did you did you, you go by yourself, or did you borrow, steal, steal children? Borrow again. kids, yeah. as you said before. I no, I did not borrow any kids this year because this year, after trick or treating, I wanted to go have some drinks. So I can't have any little kids with See me. See by yourself. Time. Right, right, right. Okay. All right, yeah, did you, did you so get any kind of pushback I, from anyone because you were a, a, an adult woman? Well, that's how I found out that I was a grown-up because I told my daughter that I was going to go trick-or-treating and if she wanted to go with me. And then she says, you know, you're 38, right? You shouldn't be doing that. Wait, and how old is, like, how no, is your I'm daughter? Yeah, how old I don't is know your if we daughter? got that last year. How old is your daughter? She's 20. Right. 
Okay. So, she doesn't so she's, too old. She's, she's too old. She's too old to trick or treat. She's yeah. too old. 20 right. is too old, 38 is fine. She says, I, I would go with her. I would be happy to get dressed up and go with her. But she doesn't want to because she thinks she's too old. Right. Yeah, well, she's, she's right. right. She's yeah, right. She's, right. Right. she's the right. Your daughter's uh, right. Okay, so you went out by yourself. Are you, are you like a tiny Asian woman or something so people <laughs> might think that you're a kid? Like you're 4'9", four, 4'10"? No. Four, four, I am 5'3". Okay. And I'm, I'm like, I'm regular. Like, I well, look normal. You look like an adult. Yes. From the outside, okay. but you're not regular. In the inside. Yeah, Janet, that's right. Janet, what did you dress up as? Did you have a costume? Yes, I was a vampire princess. I'm a princess every day, and I suck the blood out of everybody, so that seems to suit me just fine. I'm a vampire princess. That tracks. Mm-hmm. It's all is on brand. <laughs> did, did any of the houses last night argue with you about your, I don't want to give you, where's, your, where's the kid? No, because I was there, and I just show up like with a whole bunch of little, you know, if there were little kids, then I follow the kids, and I was like, trick or treat, and if oh, not, I just Oh, my God, door. you stand, stand around and wait for a group of kids and just blend in. <laughs> no, she monopolizes no, no. on a group. No, that only when they are around, then that's what I do. But if they're not around, then I am not afraid to go out to not, to a door, knock on the door. So long as it's not pretty Krugerish, mm-hmm. I knock on the door, and then I was like, trick or treat. And if they look at me funny, I was like, what, you've never been a child before? And they just smile, grin, chuckle, and they give they, me They just want you off their property. Right, Why? Right. If I um, give her candy, will she go away? <laughs> Janet, last year, the most shocking part of your phone call was that you don't even eat the candy. What did you do I with do your not. haul from last night? It's in the trunk. What are you going to do with it? With a bunch of bodies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so wait a minute. So, so last year you told us the same thing. You go trick-or-treating, you demand candy... As a woman in your 30s, and then you went home and threw it away. Yes, that's usually the norm. Okay, so it's in your trunk. Is it headed for the trash? Yes. I don't know what's in it. I don't know who's touched it. So, yeah, it has to go in the garbage. Then why do you go and get it if you don't want it? The whole point of trick-or-treating is you want the candy. Because it's fun to do it. It's just exciting. You just go there and... You get to be a child all over again and just feel free and not worry about bills, not worry about life. Just be you for a minute or two. Couldn't you, I don't donate the candy to, I don't know, there's got to be a place you could donate it to. Yeah, Needy children or whatever. What? Yeah, but why would I give that to a child when they'll have to go to the dentist and go through the pain of having their (laughs) mouth teeth pulled out? But because kids love Halloween candy, that's why. Janet's the one we're afraid to give the candy to my yes. kid. <laughs> Janet, you're a miracle. You're the best, Janet. You're, uh, you're amazing. So did your 20-year-old daughter ask you for some of the candy? No, she doesn't need candy either. She did. She went out and hung out with friends and stuff, and she's like, oh, my mom who trick-or-treats. She thinks I'm weird. Well, oh, well, how dare she? I have a lot in common with your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Janet. Um, any, okay, why do yes. you guys ever go trick or treating? Do no, you guys ever want no, to feel like a kid? No, because they have the little tickle of just you know what? Let's do it just because it's there and it's fun. You know what? But we've no. already been kids. We've already done that. We've already had our turn. By the way, I just won a hundred dollars for Janet saying "tickle" on the radio. That was one of my predictions. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but you know, it's so weird well, that you don't care about the candy. You're willing to just toss it out, and, and you yeah, still go through I mean, all that like, work to get it. Yeah, because it's fun. I mean, like my feet hurt right now, and I feel like 
I had 10 shots of vodka, rum, you know, Jack Daniels or whatever else is there. But, okay. I'm because tired also, and I had to be at work today at did, six in the morning. So, did, did you you also got drunk last night after the trick or treating? I didn't get drunk. I just had a few drinks. Okay. Mm. Okay. Are you hungover? I had. I had. Yeah. No comment. Okay. Can okay. we send mugs over to your car <laughs> to get the candy? Get some candy out of the truck. <laughs> hey, I can pass by your place later on, and you guys can have it all. Thank you, Janet. I, I feel don't like think we want you coming here, though. I just, I just, ima- I just imagine Janet standing outside of her car asking people if they want candy, and I think, I think we're done with this segment. That's gonna go yeah. south. <laughs> Janet, happy. Oh, come uh... on, don't tell me you guys have never even imagined doing this. No, no. not at all. No, not there's all. never been like, a day I thought. No, no. Happy belated oh. uh, Halloween. And we'll talk to you next November first. Yes, I'll look forward to it. Thank you, Janet. Sounds good. Hey, Bean. Yes. I'm gonna miss you so much. Don't leave. Please don't go. Please. I wasn't going to leave until this phone call. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Can we call Janet back? Uh, Maybe not right now. Let's call Janet back. Although you got a you, you got a whole weekend ahead of you for you two to spend together. <laughs> hey, um, Friday means a couple of things on the Kevin and Bean Show. We add some songs to the Kevin and Bean That's My Jam playlist coming up at the end of this hour. Give you some new music for the weekend. And then just after nine, we invite you to text us for any song you want. Any K-Rock song we have, we'll play it for you. It's Keep It 100. That's all coming up this morning on the Kevin and Bean Show. Talking about uh, social media off yeah, the air. Yeah. And uh, Jensen said that he has people that he, quote, hate follows. Yeah. Uh, friends, ex-friends, or celebrities? What what category? A little of everything, I think, is probably the answer there. I, I Why do you hate follow? Okay, I want to establish up front okay. that this doesn't take any emotional toll on me. So I know that we've said a couple times, like, oh, the negativity, blah, blah, blah. It is so insignificant to me okay. that I'm just scrolling. So, and you, I'm, so you just don't care? No. But, but, but if they're not giving you anything that you enjoy? Okay, I have a question. Okay. You have followed someone that maybe you were close with four or five years ago, and you followed them at that time. Yeah. Since then, you've sort of been like, I don't really hang out with them anymore. They, I, I don't know. They're, they've done a couple of weird things. Do you unfollow them then? Um, Because I do not, and that to me becomes sort of a hate follow because I'm following their life yet in physical. But I don't want to hang out But just because you don't want them, you don't want to hurt their feelings? Yes, if they but there also seems you... to be some sort of hunger inside me to well, just see what they're up to. That's the weird thing. And I have no idea why, because I could call them and be like, what are you up to? But instead, I want to see you know the avocado toast they had on Sunday. But also, you don't want to go with them for avocado toast. No, I would so, never. I'd rather so kill myself. So, what's... <laughs> <laughs> so why? I don't understand the reason. By the way, we're going to take your calls, too, at 1-800-520-1067. You right. hate follow Someone on Twitter or Instagram, Facebook, whatever. I brought this up the other day. For some reason, I follow the guy who created Entourage, Doug Ellen, mm-hmm. which is one of my most absolute hated television shows of all time. I think that it, it's just a garbage show. Did, did he... you also hate watch it? Wait, did yes, you? Yes, I also watched almost every episode. Why? Because it's so bad. I, I'm like feeding myself the terribleness. Like, I'm like, there's no way that they're going to demean a woman in this episode again, and then it happens every five minutes. Yeah, well, that's the the next one you should have thought, of course they're going to demean a woman. Yeah, most likely. This time. Most likely. Did he, did Doug do anything else other than Entourage that maybe caught your interest, or that's the only thing that... No, he did that, and then he did the show that was about jeans, but it was also just like Entourage. Okay. (laughs) It was like a jeans entourage. Uh, How to Make It in America, I think it was called. Uh, But I don't know. He like, uh, he's posted about this, he was engaged, and then that engagement fell apart, and then he started dating someone, and then that woman said, I, I, I don't know why. I don't even know why I care so much about his life, but I seem to be hate following him. And I'm, I, I know about his life through Instagram. 
Huh. My guess is you feel that he contributed uh, that he contributed such an awful show to the world yes. that you follow him, hoping that he'll get his his just rewards. <laughs> like he'll post hoping... a picture of him getting hit by a car. Yes, <laughs> you're hoping you want to be among the first to enjoy the karma of something bad happening to this man that created Entourage. So you don't. But follow... I'm going to say that's unhealthy emotionally, and Jensen's saying it. It doesn't. There's... But there's no effect on there's me. There's really. no emotion attached. I wish it did because I would admit it. Do you? There's no one you follow. For example, that that you like as a person, maybe, but they post like live life laugh or whatever and like inspirational quotes and motivational quotes. No, I didn't follow those people. So even if you like them. Yeah. See that's see that's not where I am. So if I like is that, someone is and that they're, they're mean? Uh yes, I think to so. To unfollow them? Well, I think they see it at some point. Oh my god, Kevin doesn't follow me anymore. And that I'm trying to avoid that as well. I mean I don't okay. I'm not trying to hurt their feelings, but also there's stuff that comes. Would you across... tell them you're like you're terrible on social media? No. No, of so course what, not. So it's I run different. into you on the street, Kevin. You don't follow me on Instagram anymore. Why? I'll just say I don't know, man. I just uh, I was going through the other day. This is my excuse. I was okay. going through everybody that I follow, and I just realized, you know, I was just going through and unfollowing people. I must must have hit yours on accident, Kevin. That super hurts my feelings. <laughs> can you can you refollow me now? I mean, I probably would then. Because I don't want to do it. I, I do then here, not, let me help you out. Do, Hand me your phone real quick. I do not <laughs> want to hurt anyone's feelings. Right. But I also don't want to follow people that I'm not interested in. They don't have any content that I'm interested in. Bean, there's no one you follow that you are like, oh, my God, there's such a fire, you know, like a dumpster fire on social no, media. But, but then again, I'm exceptional in my social media in that I am very selective. Yes. Very, very selective. I follow very few people. How many? Oh, I don't know. Yes, you I do. Mean, I don't. By the way, we're going to take calls. Twitter about right? 100. I think Instagram about 50 maybe. <laughs> well, so, so that is very little. Yeah, not uh, a lot. They We're taking calls, and I think that you're going to be surprised by how many people say, yeah, I follow someone that infuriates me on Instagram. I see their, you know, they dress up in thirst traps or whatever. I'll like, give you a perfect example. Um, I followed at the beginning Donald Trump. Right. Because our president of the United States was sure. tweeting – 50 times a Were day. Were you following him even before he was... No. Uh, okay. No. So when he took over, and then I started reading the stuff, and I was like, oh, I should probably be up on what's going on. Mm -hmm. And then he tweeted so much, and I got tired of it, and probably a, a week later, I just unfollowed. It just... Mm -hmm. It yeah, wasn't... I, I do not follow the president. Do you, Bean? I don't. And, and the only reason is because everything he tweets makes news anyway, so yeah. I still yeah, see that's it. That's kind of the without, same for me. Even without following. I bet there are people who follow celebrities that they really don't like kind of like you with your Doug Allen like yeah. what do you want to bet there are people who just they, like part of their life is hating the Kardashians for instance that are probably following the Kardashians oh, absolutely. you know what I mean and they're but secretly they, fascinated you, with them but you maybe. think they enjoy being angry at the Kardashians I do okay yeah so that's they my do guess. get something out of it yeah I guess they get the they, they get the the feeling that they're better than the Kardashians because they can eye roll they can those, look down right, at that. those posts don't, or something. Don't you like think that. most of these reality shows, Ninety Day Fiance or like Jersey Shore, like isn't that sort of hate watching? Like you, you hate watching TV. Even. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to like love them. They're not like people. You're like, wish I went to a buffet with them this week. Like yeah. you're you're like this person makes me angry. I will hate watch a television show, but but. Then I lose interest. Right. If it's not entertaining or whatever, then I just lose interest and I unfollow. I mean, a lot of these, I mean, the reality shows gets us into a whole other area. But, I mean, there's nobody watching The Bachelor or The Bachelorette because they like those people. Exactly. They're watching it because they want to see the drama. Because it's a train wreck, yeah. And, maybe, and maybe they would follow them on social media for the same reason. But, just because they're invested at this but point. But if there's no train wreck... Then don't they just go, oh, this didn't pay off. I'm I'm unfollowing. Remember that we talked about her not that long ago about someone I went on a date with, and I think that she takes too many photos with her brother? 
Yes. That's right. yes. And it looks like they're dating. I would not take a million dollars to stop following her. Right, but, it is one of the greatest follows I have. But every you're time, getting, she, you're every getting, time she posts, I go, is that her boyfriend or her brother? I can't tell. You're it's, getting something from that, though. I feel like I'm doing that with everyone. All right. Who do you uh, hate follow? Jamie, we're going to go to right after a very quick break. You please hang on in Highland Park, and we'll take your calls as well. 1-800-520-1067. Your call's coming up Back next me up, guys. Back me up. <laughs> It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. You hate follow someone on social media. Steven writes in from the 714, I follow a girl on Instagram who got a job I really wanted. I knew her previously, but I still feel bitter about it. I still follow her, though, because her and her friends are super hot. Okay, now that's, <laughs> that's an exception. That's but kind yeah, of a love follow. You're getting something from yes, that. Yes, yeah. exactly. All right, let's find out what Jamie is getting in Highland Park with the hate follows that she's got going on on social media. Good morning, Jamie. Thank you for calling. Thank you for holding on. Thank you. Good morning. First time caller, long time listener. Thank you very much. Oh, how about that? First time. This is the topic that got you to call. Who are you hate following and why? Uh, a few of my ex coworkers from my old job. Why? Well, because at first, well, like because we're coworkers, right. I thought it would be like I'll just follow them just to be cordial. But then once I leave the job, I just follow them for a little bit just to see like how they're doing. Mm-hmm. But eventually, I end up like unfollowing them because I'm I'm over it and I don't want to see what they're doing anymore. So I'm like, whatever. But you're, <laughs> but Jamie, done. isn't it true that you look at those posts? I mean, when you're scrolling, doing the mindless scroll that we all do, those are the ones that I stop at the most. The ones that I barely care about. What? what? I I don't know. I'm going to suggest you don't barely care about them. Then I, that might be true. But the ex coworker is such a good example of someone that I felt like I had to follow. We're all in that situation, you know. And then at a certain point, yeah. I'm like, oh, she got a she got a real ugly fiance. Like, those are the things that, that excite me more than normal, like your baby pictures. Okay, but Jamie, you end up unfollowing eventually. You just do it for a little yeah, while. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's because it's the same stuff that they always unfollow. Like, if they're already married or they've been with the same person for a long time, like, mm-hmm. I eventually lose interest. All right. right. Okay. All, All right. right. Fair enough. So Thank you for the call. If we've learned anything, it's if I hate you, keep keep your life fascinating. Let's go exactly. to Michelle, line three. She's in Irvine. I love Michelle. This is great. Hey, Michelle. Hey, how are you? Good, thank you. Great, what's going on? You hate follow someone? I miss, I miss you already, Bean, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so apparently, like, you become an acquaintance with somebody and you follow them, and you might get to see them again in the future, but they might just turn out to have, like, borderline personality disorder. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh. And so you follow the post over time and you realize, like, there's something a little off about this person. And then eventually they start to show their true colors and they start to, like, rage post about everything, everything. And then he's excited, too. So you get something out of it, Michelle. No, I don't. I'm afraid to unfollow them. (laughs) (laughs) Michelle, this sounds like a main event to me. This is these are the people that I want to follow people that I don't want to see in real life, but I want to know everything about their person. But they're psycho and you're afraid if you unfollow, they might. Hell yeah, man. I'm sticking with them. What? I don't have to worry about unfollowing them. We're like associates at best, but the things that they post and the way that they post have me afraid that I'm going to click unfollow and then. I'm going to get blasted or yeah. I'm going to get a private message. Like, so this I just let so it weird. be. And, but every time I scroll by them, I'm like, I don't want to see this person. Can anymore. I ask but how, I, how many of those do you have? Or it's just one person. 
I only have one, okay. and it's been bugging me so much lately. I've been dying to tell somebody about it, so this is perfect. <laughs> well, Michelle, I, I encourage you to follow more because I think that they're great, and they're the funniest follows on Instagram. But I do want to tell you also that you could mute that person, and they won't know. You could always – it's a newer feature. I feel like that is disingenuous. So <laughs> Michelle wants to see her. She see? Does, she does. See, she's one of us. She one does. of us. <laughs> one of us. Thanks. All right. Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> All right. Let's go to uh, Becca, Buena Park Line 5, up next on the Kevin Bean Show, talking about hate follows here on K-Rock. Hey, Becca. Hey, Becca. Hi. How are you? What, what are you up to? Uh, well, I was on my way to work, but I stopped because I just laughed about this segment. <laughs> Fantastic. So... Yeah, so um, there's this girl that I used to work with at a strip club, and she used to look totally normal. Please don't say I gave the um, the person her her Instagram, so yes. that way you guys could look it over. Okay. Okay. Uh, she okay. used to look totally normal, and if you look at her Instagram now, you could tell that she went from stripper to porn star to extreme porn star. Uh, uh, wow! By plastic surgery, you mean? Yes, very yeah. much. A lot yeah. of. Uh, <laughs> yes. A tremendous she amount of surgeries. Yes, yeah, she used to have normal sized boobs, you know, normal nose, everything like that, and regular brown hair, just a normal looking stripper. But now she's like extreme, and she calls herself like a bimbo doll. She oh, has wow. a, a lot of tattoos, also. Yeah. Face tattoos, even. Yeah. Uh, this, oh, this is just so you, wrong with face tattoos. no, no, no. I'm just trying to give a picture. Uh, th- this is the type of stuff I adore just so it's out there. People who are having a total mental breakdown to an extent on Instagram, <laughs> but you don't ever run into her or anything. You just watch her life over Instagram. Well, I used to live out there in Riverside, so she still lives out there. Mm-hmm. So if I were to go out there to, you know, any of the bars that she goes to locally, which she, she frequents a lot. Right. I probably would run into her and try to rip one of her pasties off as a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. That's much more serious. <laughs> Very aggressive, <laughs> Becca. Not as a mean, not like not mean No, no, in a fun way. No, right. no, 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 no absolutely, friendly. like in yeah. the cutest way. Hey, so do you? would you ever unfollow her? No, right? This is a dream. No, because she's just, every week she's trying to get another plastic surgery. So I just want to see what else. I'm I'm imagining she's going to end up on botched. Right. Okay. Yeah. See? You got a right. you got a front row uh, a front row seat for the disaster. That's what I'm talking for the about, meltdown. man. I get it, Becca. All right. Thank you very much for the call. Appreciate that. I enjoyed you in Hustlers, also. By the way, you were great. <laughs> let's go to uh, let's go to Amy Woodland Hills, line seven. This one will surprise you guys. Hey, Amy. Hi. How are you? Good. Thank you. Hate follows. What's Good. up? Good morning. Good morning. And I don't hate follow anybody, but my sister, her and her husband don't like me, and. She followed me, and she was the one that invited me to Facebook because I was I'm new I was new to Facebook at the time, and she sent me an invite. And whenever I go to her house, she doesn't even speak to me or anything. Whoa! For, this for just an got, occasion, this just got dark and dramatic. Yeah, this is very Maury. Yeah, so that's she, weird. She follow what she follows you on Facebook, and you think she's doing that? Why, if she doesn't doesn't care about you? You know, I just think she puts up a. A good show. I mean, she's a little diva-ish. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't give her that title. My actual another brother-in-law did gave me gave her that title, and um, I would have to agree because she wants to be in the spotlight. I'm the oldest, so she wants to keep tabs on you. Is what we're thinking, Amy? Like she just wants to see what Maybe. you're up to. Yeah, she doesn't tell me anything. 
I don't know. She was friendly before she met this guy toward me, but do you post her, do you post no garbage clue. stuff, Amy? Are you like what do you what do you post? I have my own. I have a community page, but my own stuff. I only put it. I only post a few times. Is maybe, your community maybe page about crazy? A dozen times a year, maybe. Hmm. What? Yeah. All right, here's what I'm going to say. Can I come to your house for Thanksgiving? <laughs> it's going to be great. Is there any way I could be invited and be at that table? Because it sounds like that's where the fireworks are this year. <laughs> well, you could come, but she wouldn't say anything because she has to keep up a good face for everyone. And oh, she's such she a diva. She show the hostility. Cause, but when she says something, there's a little spite in her voice. I love it. I'm in, too. You know what? I'll come also. You know what? Let's all go to we're her all house going, for Thanksgiving. We're all going to Amy's house. I would actually house. like to go to London. Oh. Bean, <laughs> Bean, it sounds like you have someone who's moving in with you. You know what? London is closed. Sorry, Amy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Hey, uh, this is one of my very favorite segments of the whole week that we mm-hmm. do here on the Kevin and Bean Show. It's where we add songs to our That's My Jam playlist in for Allie to uh, to shepherd us through this week's new releases. Here's Jensen. That's right. A lot of people think we pick the music that gets played on K-Rock. We do not. We like most of it, but we also like other stuff. We have nothing to do with it. So we take this time to sort of give you what we would pick if we uh, if we were in charge of the playlist. So, all of our picks over the, I mean, it's like six hours worth of music. We've been doing it that long. If you go to at Kevin and Bean on social media, you can find our That's My Jam playlist. It's a hot, it's, it's, this party's lit, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Kevin, what is your pick for That's My Jam? This Mine week? is Son of a Bishop. Okay. Have you guys ever heard of him? No. No. His name is Matthew Johnson. He's a soul singer from Atlanta. He's one of those guys that sort of has had a great voice his whole life, but he does backup. He's sung on Stevie Wonder songs. Oh. Uh, you know, Chance the Rapper, Sam Smith, Pharrell, everybody. He's just one of those guys. And he finally sort of got his shot this year when he released an EP. You might have heard his song, Love Left Me Lonely. I don't know him. I didn't know that either, but that apparently was his Popular. big hit. Got it. And this is from the same EP. This is Son of a Bishop, and it's called Fall. That checks out, man. The whole EP is great. That checks out for Kevin at like a Turkish nightclub, 3 a.m., <laughs> dancing around. Why am I at a Turkish nightclub? Listen, man, you travel. You're a man of... That is, uh, that's Dancer Die Kevin right there. <laughs> that is. Bean, what is your choice for That's My Jam? Well, I think you guys are all going to be very excited by this. You know our friend uh, Josh Hami from Queens of the Stone Age? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. He has, for 20 years now, he has been putting out music under the name Desert Sessions, where it's just he and his bunch of his musical friends get together out in the Coachella Valley and just lay down a bunch of tracks. And this new one uh, that just came out this week has uh, Billy Gibbons on it. It has Jake Shears from Scissor Sisters. And the track that I have picked here... Uh, Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top is on one track, too. The track that I picked here is called Crucifier. And again, this is uh, Queens of the Stone Age, essentially, John Hami plus uh, Josh Hami plus Friends, with Royal Blood's Mike Kerr, All the right. lead singer of right. Royal Blood, singing on this song. Tell me how bad, how how much this song rocks. Again, it's called Crucifier. Call smoking in my
just be out there in the studio when they're doing all of this? Yes. Just sit and watch. That and Queens of the Stone Age tempo, like yeah. no one else can do it. It's like yep. only Josh and no one else. And they're just, they're just, you can just tell they're just doing it because they love the music. You know what I mean? There's no commercial aspirations for it. It's just for the fun of it. It's they been a while it. since they put one of these out, hasn't it? Yes, it has. It's okay. been like 16 years oh, since they wow, put one whoa. of these out. It's been a super long while, but they are back. And again, that's Mike Kerr from Royal Blood singing on Crucifier for Desert Sessions. Uh, with Halloween just behind us, this week I've been uh, revisiting a lot, obviously, here on the show of Halloween songs. Mm-hmm. And I forgot that my favorite album of all time could be considered a Halloween album. I love this rap group so much that I have their logo tattooed on my body. This album, Six Feet Deep by the Gravedig, has changed my life forever in 1994. It's what got me really into thinking I could rap and you know, basically be a suburban kid who has fun. This is RZA and Prince Paul. RZA from Wu-Tang, Prince Paul from De La Soul. They got together and worked with a bunch of artists that they thought uh, the industry did them wrong. Mm -hmm. And so they created a concept album where these guys are, quote unquote, coming back from the dead. And they all took on, you know, uh, names like uh, the Rizarecta or the Grim Reaper. They took on these names and used those metaphors to talk about their careers. And it's amazing. This song was one of the more popular. It was used in a bunch of soundtracks and it still gets played a lot. Uh, It's Gravediggers from the album Six Feet deep it's called 1-800-SUICIDE suicide it's a suicide suicide it's a suicide so you wanna die commit suicide down 1-800-CYANIDE line Fawn's right yo it ain't worth it put a rope around your neck and jerk it the trick didn't work your life was offed up from the first day of birth I mean, it's positive. It's really upbeat. It's like horror. It was called horrorcore. It's like the same way that like you <laughs> used to you used to listen to like you know death metal and know oh the lyrics are kind of tongue in cheek. Yeah, similar. Yeah. Six feet deep. Great like Allie is not in today, but she still was able to send in her pick. It is a group called Michigander, out of guess where they're from? Um, um, Ohio, Illinois. Uh, no, they're from Michigan. Oh, oh we both got it wrong. Uh, it is a solo project formed by frontman and Michigan native Jason Singer. Uh, first debuted in 2016, but they had a new EP come out called Where Do We Go From Here? That came out in September. Uh, they're playing at the Glass House tonight in Pomona. Wow. So if you like what you hear, you can go see them very easily. They've been on tour before with people like Ra 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 Riot or Run the Jewels, uh, Twin Peaks, Tokyo Police Club. But this song that she selected is their newest single. It is called Misery. But if you think I'm misery, then baby, all the company that never leaves me alone, no. So tell me what you're thinking, because I think I feel the same as you. Oh. She got my knees shaking, she take my heart and break it in two. I love that. It's very good. Love that. Allie uh, sending her her good songs even when she's not feeling great. Kind of oasis-y a little bit. Yeah, it is. It's good. I like that. Uh, Again, that's my jam. Over six hours of music. You can get to it through our social media, either on uh, Twitter or Instagram. It's at Kevin and Bean. That playlist will get your party lit. Would it? This party lit. Okay. Celebrity birthdays. Tony Collette, Jenny McCarthy, Anthony Kiedis, Bo Bice of American Idol, and Tim Cook. And that's what's going on. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. I had to say, not that I'm uh, getting emotional at all, but uh, 
in my final week on the Kevin and Bean Show, how happy I am to see our old friend Michael Schneider, senior editor of Variety, stop by. Michael, you would be a person I would definitely want to say goodbye to. Bean, I almost wore a suit today because I felt like I was coming to your wake. But yeah. R.I.P. Bean. R.I.P. Yeah. Bean. I'm still alive, still alive. Uh, Michael, the reason, we have you, the reason we have you in, though, is because we are at overload on deciding what we're going to stream, what services we're going to be buying. Because, you know, if you already have the Netflix and you already have the Hulu and maybe you even have a CBS All Access and you think, OK, I'm covered and I got, you know, I got those. I'm good. And then you find out about Disney Plus or, well, I got a Disney Plus. Then you hear about Apple TV and you go, I don't know what that is. And then you hear there's something <laughs> called the Peacock. And it just gets to the point where we're spiraling out of control and we need some guidance, my friend. Yeah, and you didn't we even mention Quibi. We can't afford them all. Yeah, Quibi. Quibi, right, six-minute network. Yeah. Now, we're getting into the point where a lot of these things are, uh, if they're not already online, they're coming online. And today is the day for Apple TV Plus, right? Today is the day, Apple TV Plus. So if Now, you this bought- is confusing for people because there's always been a thing called Apple TV. Yeah, yeah. And and that's where, I mean, there's a lot of brand confusion out there right now because, you know, obviously you have Amazon Prime if you want free shipping, but then there's also Amazon Prime for TV. And now Apple's sort of the same thing. So if you have a device, if you have a brand new device, then you're going to have a year of free Apple TV Plus, which is nine new shows that are going to be rolling out over the next couple of months. And that's the that's the smallest amount of programming that any of the streaming services are offering, right? Yeah, it's it's a little more premium uh, oriented, and that's why it's also the cheapest of of all these services at four ninety nine. The one we've been hearing the most about is the Jennifer Aniston Reese Witherspoon Steve Carell morning show. What's the word on that? You know, reviews have been mixed on this one, and and honestly, it looks great. They spent a lot of money. They spent like more than fifteen million dollars an episode wow. on, on this. Oh, an, episode. an episode, an episode. By the way, all of these shows on Apple TV, they're not cheap. No. So, C, the one with Jason Momoa, was around seventeen million dollars oh, an episode. Wow. So they they are spending some monies. Uh, but yeah, morning show. Honestly, it, it feels a little pedestrian to me. Uh, you know, uh, Jennifer Aniston is great. Great, uh, and maybe there's going to be a Friends reunion at some right? point. Maybe there's a reunion, <laughs> but uh, and it sort of is because you know Reese Witherspoon played what her sister yeah. on Friends. Yes, yeah, so right. so it is a little bit of Friends reunion. Very Kevin. excited, very excited. Um, but uh, nonetheless, it's it's okay, mm-hmm. but it's not my favorite of the new Apple shows. What's your favorite? The Space Show. The Space Show for all mankind, uh, and uh, it's it's interesting because it's sort of an alternative history. It's it's the idea of what if the Russians beat us to the moon first. And how would the NASA, how would the government uh, have reacted? And it sort of like goes that down, didn't happen, by the way. Uh, and, and all, <laughs> exactly. I mean, does it, do they admit the world's flat finally? <laughs> right. And then it was all staged. <laughs> yeah. That's season two. Okay. But uh, no, it's it's really interesting, really well done, and uh, well cast as well. That's probably my favorite of, of these. Let me ask you a difficult question: Is it worth it? Um, you know, if you have the phone, if if you already are buying a new Apple, then it's it's sort of you know it's a nice cost benefit. It's it's you know it's value added. So the question is, are you going to go out on your own and pay four ninety nine for Apple TV Plus? I don't think many people are going to, and I don't think they expect many people to. I think it's part of this longer. You know, Apple wants to control the ecosystem. They want to control you watching TV overall. Sure. They want you to use that app to watch all TV, not just their shows mm-hmm. on their phone or on their devices. And then if you see a show that you want to, to watch, like The Morning Show or For All Mankind or See, then maybe you'll plop down an extra four ninety nine, or maybe you're, you're in the market for a new phone or a new device anyway, so that'll you'll see it as a plus. To, yeah. to, to go ahead and buy it. Uh, can I ask you, because I we were two weeks away from the Disney Plus launch, Yeah, I can't imagine having a kid 
and not buying this service. Yeah. And that is a lot of America, obviously. Is everyone vying for second place at this point? Do they know that? Or does everyone think that they have the best content coming out? Well, you know, I think I think Disney by far seems to be the must-buy, right? Because uh, it has Marvel, it has Pixar, it has The Simpsons, it every has... Every Simpsons I feel ever. Like, I feel like, honestly, we don't have a chance, uh, a choice on that one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We just have to. And that six ninety nine price point was the killer app, right? Yeah. I mean, the second they announced that, everyone else went, oh, no. It seemed like everyone lowered their prices. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The best that they could. HBO was kind of stuck in a hard place. So, you know, Warner Media is coming out with HBO Max next year. Uh, but, you know, people pay right now $15 a month for HBO. So they couldn't go lower. Yeah. So that new HBO Max is going to be fourteen ninety nine, which sounds steep. But if you've already been paying 15 bucks a month for HBO, then you're going to be willing to switch over and you're going to be able to. Oh, so you're going to be paying the same amount, but you'll get extra programming. Yeah, yeah. So the idea is, okay, so now I get all this you know, Looney Tunes stuff and all these new movies. And, Rick and, and Morty. Rick and Morty oh. and South Park, South Park. which oh. we were talking about. They spent a lot of money for the rights to South Park. So, so can, you, can you clear this up for us? Because we had problems with it the other day. HBO Go is the one that you have for online when you... When you yeah. when you when you have HBO already the channel yeah if you have HBO on your cable system or on Directv then yes. you have HBO Go so to you can watch, watch it on, on the your devices you yeah. can do that now yes yeah. okay. HBO Now is the service I have because I do not have the channel so I have purchased HBO Now which gives me an app that gives me all the HBO programming and how much is that fifteen dollars and is that yeah. changing. Yeah, so that's the one where you could switch over and then get HBO Max instead. For the same price and For get the, the same, same price. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, that's a good deal. All right. So the idea is why would you keep HBO Now? And, and you know, I think eventually most HBO Now subscribers will move over, but there's some complications. If you're buying HBO Now through a cable provider or through, say, Amazon yeah. or Hulu, it's going to be a little more complicated. And why would you ever have HBO the cable channel now? There would almost be no reason unless you didn't have an Apple TV or something in order to get all these extra benefits i think some people still like having it on their their cable system and you get all those extra hbo channels like hbo family hbo2 and and you know there is also this kind of inertia it's it's hard to change if you're already paying uh direct tv a certain amount a month you don't want to bother to go through and like pull things out and then resubscribe somewhere else and and so i think the linear hbo is going to be around for a while and where would you watch police academy 3 if you don't have hbo classics at three in the morning yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) this is the voice of our friend michael snyder senior editor of variety here on K-Rock. We're talking about all of these streaming options now. Uh, I mentioned the Peacock. That's I didn't make that up. That's real, right? <laughs> you didn't make that up. It wasn't a fever dream. It is what NBC and Comcast is going to be doing uh, in the next couple of years. Now, theirs is going to be different because theirs is actually going to be free, but you're going to have to be a cable subscriber. So uh, uh, essentially, you have to authenticate your cable uh, uh, subscription, and then you'll get this whole new uh, service. And that's where eventually the office is going to be in a lot of the NBC Universal shows. Well, they also have new original programming? Yeah, yeah. So, so they'll how, have a ton of original programming How do they as make well. money from that? How does Advertising. It... Got it. So they'll so, have ads on that one. Yeah. Michael, is CBS All Access a hit? Um, they would say yes. I, 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 I think I think it's... I don't hear much about it. I mean, there are some some people who are into that uh, Good Wife uh, spinoff show, but other than that, and I guess I, n- I hear nothing about the Star Trek show. That and Twilight they have. Zone came and went a bit. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. I, people do talk a lot about the Star Trek show, and they're going to have Picard, Picard, which, which a is lot their, of people that's what they're banking on. Yeah, yeah. they're going to be gotcha. talking about. Yeah. So I think it's another one where it's a very specialized. Like if you're into those shows, or if you want to watch all the Big Brother feeds during the summer, uh, you know, that one's also cheap. That one I believe is also four ninety nine. So so again, it's sort of a more a, a specialized audience that that wants CBS All I Access. I feel like if you have cable, the basic cable, and you want to cut the cord, and eventually 
a year from now, you're going to be paying more. Yeah. In yeah. all of these different services. And I heard you guys talk about that the other day, and yeah. it's kind of true, because don't forget, you're also paying for your broadband, but I guess you're going to anyway, but it all starts to add up, and then you're still missing a lot of, you still have a lot of holes, like sports. Sports which is, is a, a big one. So, yeah, it's a yeah. big one. Especially yeah. in L.A. with the Dodgers. Yeah. 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 Well, what I've learned from this is that I cannot afford to quit my job because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to cost me so much to get my the TV every worked. month. The plan no. worked. He's staying. <laughs> being I think a, I'm going to have to stay, you guys. Being the, the alternate is uh, I, I'm actually kind of jealous of you now. You're going to have some time to actually watch all yeah. of these shows because, as we know, there's too, too much, much TV, TV we've right? Heard that many times. So yeah. you're actually going to be able to catch up on things that until like I actually die, I'm not going to be able to do. Yep. Well, I, I've often said that I need to break both legs so that I'm forced to stay in bed and be able to just catch up on all the shows Seems I missed. Extreme, but okay. Yeah, I know. Like could do that easier. Yeah. So I think I'm going to take your advice, Michael, and just start watching nothing but TV 23 and a half hours a day. <laughs> uh, senior editor of Variety at uh, Franklin Avenue on Twitter, franklinavenue.net, uh, and at Variety as well. Thank you, man. Great to see you again. R.I.P. Bean. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You guys rage against the machine. I know. That's all the biggest, biggest news ever. It That's all I'm saying. News, yeah. On Instagram. It's a huge list deal. List of cities, list of dates, Reuniting, 2020. And yep. one of them is Coachella. Yep. It's nuts. That's nuts. Almost as nuts as what we've been going through with Ruben for Day in History. This day in history with old man Ruben. Dude, is he coming? How late were you here cleaning up the blood? What? Hello? Hey guys, it's Ruben. We ready to record? Dude, where are you? Uh, just running late, man. I figured we could do this one on the phone. Uh, it sounds crazy. Are you sure? Absolutely. Okay. Okay, so it's 1967, <laughs> and the landscape of musical journalism is lacking. Are those sirens for you? No, it's some sort of jaywalker or something. Not me. Pull over! You'll never get me, copper! End this before it gets out of your control! What is going on? And today, Rolling Stone magazine debuted setting a brand new standard for music coverage and forever changing pop culture. Ruben, hello? Unbelievable. I hope he's okay. I'm fine, guys. Any chance you can forward $10,000 to a bank in Mexico? Don't use my real name. Put it under my new name. Rico Two Dongs. See? Because Ruben's an outlaw! <laughs> it's, his life is insane. Man, he's got a weird life. I don't know what's happening, happening. here. It's a cartoon life. Hey, guys, uh, it's Friday, mm-hmm. and it's time to keep it 100. No, I mean, it's almost time. It's, it's almost time. time. I mean, it's time I'd to say keep like it 100. In 15 seconds, we're going to keep it 100. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. fine. Keep it a hundred. 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 Keep it a h
Texter 100 helps us pick the music. Uh, let me see what we almost had. Texter mm-hmm. 99, the cars, just what I needed. Adrian and Anaheim, outstanding choice. So close. Texter 101 was Tori Amos, Cornflake Girl, Michelle mm-hmm. in Long Beach. Thank you for that. Sorry. There's only one Texture 100, and it is apparently Genevieve, who joins us, I think, from Palos Verdes. Genevieve, welcome to the Kevin and Bean Show. How are you? Hey, guys. I am so thrilled. I am on Bean's Final Friday 100. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is my last ever Friday. You're right about that. It wow. Is. Yes. Happy Friday, Bean. And happy Friday to you. I just understand. let it go. I'm just letting those go. I just want to make it. Because <laughs> those no. were emotional. Yeah. I want credit just for today. letting it go. Just okay. Today. Yeah. okay. I understand hey. from uh, from talking to Dave, who spoke with you off the air, that you tried to win our breakfast with Green Day, but didn't make it in. Oh, my God. You guys, I was on hold, and you didn't play oh. me. I was so sad. I mean, that oh, well. seems kind of mean, like, to, yeah, remind, seems kinda mean to remind her, but sure. No, I'm just, uh, I guess I'm thanking her. Hey, for... you really wanted to go, right? But oh, you didn't no. make it. Oh, man, uh, Genevieve, it was a blast. Wah, 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 that's not how wah. I meant it. <laughs> what no, I meant I is... This, I saw the radio, um, HD radio, the stream, so okay, it good. was pretty Very awesome. Good. That's good. good. I'm glad. Yeah. Well, I'm, so, I'm sorry you didn't get to make that, but at least uh, at least you get to do this. How did you uh, How did you pick the song that you selected for this week? Only for you, Bean. Oh. It's the class, London Calling. London Calling, yes, I was there too. And you know what they said, well, some of it was true. London Calling at the top of the dial. And after all this, won't you give me a smile? Thank you, Genevieve from Palos Verdes, for the very appropriate Keep It 100 song for this week, dedicated to me, who's heading to London in a couple of weeks. Uh, Jensen Alley's out today, so you get to play the name game, or the number game, I should say. What year was London Calling by The Clash a huge song here on K-Rock? Okay. So my instinct is to say early 80s, but it's possible it is 80. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I do know, being born in 1979, that this that this was on that like list of songs that were big when I was born. Okay, so it's right on that line. But I'm gonna say 1980, 1979, 1980. Okay. My daughter had to tell me how old I am because the 49th, that's the one you don't want to miss. That's the big one. Well, as you know, don't even celebrate it in my eyes. Right. The 49th is the big one. So that says Christine. I think 49 I... is the is the one you give for the rest of your life. Oh, 49, yeah. Yeah, 49. Exactly. Still 49. Also, I don't like when people relate to Janet. You know what I mean? Like, let's get less listeners who no, relate to No, I love Janet. All right. We okay. need to talk to her every day. She's Understood. Great. All right. Uh, one last look at what's happening. Allie is out today. We hope she feels better. We'll be back on Monday. In the meantime, Jensen's filling in. Okay. First, My Chemical Romance. Yes. They're reuniting. They're coming back. Yes. Second, Rage Against the Machine. Yes. If you're just tuning in, that is not an April Fool's joke. It's not a bit. Rage Against the Machine is reuniting for a few shows, including, it appears to be Coachella. Yep. Remember where you are, <laughs> so you remember where you are right now. But now, for the biggest comeback of all time. This oh. is this is the well, biggest. I'm sorry, one. there's somebody bigger than My it's Chemical Romance much, and Rage Against A the much bigger deal. 
McDonald's is celebrating the 40th anniversary of the Happy Meal by bringing back the best throwback toys from the past four decades! <laughs> decades! You're, uh, the, the toys. Happy Meal toy, toys? The decades! Is what you're talking about? The limited edition surprise... You've already talked more about this story than you have Rage Against the Machine. The surprise Happy Meal, it's called. It's going to be available at participating locations in 90 countries around the world starting Thursday, November 7th through Monday, November 11th. 15 different toys will be in these surprise Happy Meals. You don't know what you'll get. This is for my McDonald's heads, my fast food reports, my QSR czars. You ready? Cowboy McNugget... The Fireman McNugget, the Mail Carrier McNugget, that one's for Bean. Other ones that you have popping up, the Grimace toy that everyone loved as kids, the Hot Wheels Thunderbird, the Power Rangers, Space Jam's Bugs Bunny. They have a Tamagotchi, a My Little Pony, a Furby, and even a Beanie Baby. You are a colossal nerd. I love this stuff. The best Happy Meals toys. (laughs) I heard you. All right. So you go to McDonald's and you get the Happy Meal. And then surprise inside. And then there's a surprise toy. One of the 15. Is, is the Happy Meal what you would order anyway at McDonald's, or do you have to now order food you don't want? No, I mean, you can get what you want in the Happy Meal, but I doubt adults are going until this. But you could go in and be like, I want the Quarter Pounder with cheese in the Happy the, the Quarter Pounder Happy you Meal. You can put anything in a Happy Meal. Yeah, you get four gotcha. McNuggets, I think, or something. But you know that they, get, they, they come with, like, apples now. Yeah. Not fries, really. What? I think what? you can ask for fries, but you have a <clears throat> you have a choice of apple slices. We have an expert in the studio. Yes, yes, yes. You have a choice of apple slices, a, a gogurt, which is yogurt. Okay. Uh, or, and sans fries or fries if you want them. Now, uh, I like getting my health fast food news from Mugs because currently, as we're speaking at nine thirty in the morning, mm-hmm. let everybody know what you're eating, Mugs. Well, I just polished down four Jack in the Box tacos, right. and I'm currently moving on to my teriyaki chicken bowl with an egg roll. <laughs> That's how you eat in the morning. Yeah. Really incredible. Breakfast of champions. Uh, I'm going to play a song for you, Kevin. Okay. During that song, I want you to listen to it. And I want Is it you Rage Against the Machine? It's not Rage Against the Machine or My Chemical Romance. Okay. It's something else. Right. I want you to tell me who you think the artist is. Okay. All right. So this is... This is no, 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 no. This is... Everyone knows. Like Judge My cousin Tim doesn't have a butthole, and he can't eat fiber. My cousin Tim doesn't have a butthole, and he can't eat fiber. My cousin Tim doesn't have a butthole. And he can't eat fiber. My cousin Tim doesn't have a butthole. And he can't eat fiber. Now, that sounds rough, you know? Right. And I know that we've been really guessing how much they paid to get Rage Against Machine to do Coachella. How much to get Jed the Fish to do that song (laughs) at maybe acoustic? Great. Uh, All right, let's listen to this song for real. It's a remake of the great Donna Summer song. Yes. Nice. I feel love. Interesting. It sounds like a guy. Okay. All right. Jared Leto? You guys have a pretty good guess. I have a guess. Okay. All right, Bean? What's up? It's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> it's not. It's, that is not Hulk Hogan. I think we would have noticed his voice. Probably a little better. Who has that voice? David right. Becca Chastaham. No, it's not David Becca Chastaham. It's not. Johnny Asshole. No, it's mm. not Johnny Asshole. Okay. Randy Newman, of all people. No, because Randy Newman has a more distinct voice, I think. Yusil Puig. Well, that, honestly, that was the right tone in what you said, but no, it's not Yusil Puig. He hate me. No, XFL superstar He Hate Me is not the person who's saying I feel love the cover. Boba Fett. No. No. Sancho no. Panza. No, Sancho Panza neither. No, no. Fetty no. Wap. 
<laughs> no, it was not Fetty Wap. Hi, I, it's Cat. No, that would be a much deeper voice mm. for that song. Um, I'm Wink Martindale. No, well, you could be him, but that is not the person. What about that song, the yeah. son of Flubber? No, <laughs> <laughs> son of Flubber. <laughs> no. What, what about Herbert W. Fink? No, I've never even heard of Herbert W. Fink. No. Okay, I got it. Okay. Quilqueave. Quilqueave? Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. No. No, it's ne- it's neither Sequeave or Will Wheaton. It's none of those people. Um, Steve. Steve? Yes. No, it's, no, it's not Steve. It's okay. not Steve. Could it be... Tokyo Tony? No, it is not Tokyo, not Tony. Tokyo Tony. Oh, 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 I got it. Okay. I got it. I got it. Fan Bing Bing. No, it is not Fan Bing Bing. Wait, I have it. I oh. think I think I do. Okay. okay. His name's Furlock Bones. No, it's not Furlock Bones. Can we listen uh, to it again? I, I don't know why I had a guess. I know who that it is. That is odd because yeah, you you're can telling the story. You can listen to it again, yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Who is that good of a falsetto? That is real good, by the it way. It is good. Is it? And I, and I think I know who it is. Is it in the pop world? Uh, it, it's in the pop world, yeah. Okay. Superstar in the pop world, right? Yes. With that voice. I'm going to tell you who it is. Okay. Becky with the good hair? No, it's not Becky Ooh. with the good hair. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Demi Lovato. Uh, closer. 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 Could it be Alexander the Great? No, it's not, not. Alexander the Great, Vin. It is not. How oh, about... Oh, 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 oh. oh you got Count it? Count Smokula. Nope, not Count Smokula. <laughs> okay. Well, hello, everybody. I'm Huel Hauser. No, no, the, the, the late Huel Hauser did not... DJ Jesse... Nope, DJ Jazzy. Not the full name. Not the full name. No, DJ Jazzy. He just goes by DJ Jazzy now. That's not Jazzy Jeff. That's a different guy. DJ Jazzy did not do the cover of I Feel Love. How about um, Dat Boy? No, that Dat Boy is not the person who sang What about Be Real? Be Real. Wow. Uh, No, Be Real did not sing it. Be Real is more of a rapper. Kato Kalen. Kato Kalen. Nope. Kato Kalen. Bean Bean Touch My Peen. <laughs> no, no, it is not Bean Bean Touch My Peen. These are a all good. It's a tornado. Okay. These are all good guesses. You guys want to know who it really is? I think you might as well just tell us Cindy. at this point. It's not Cindy. No. Okay. Uh, Debbie? No, it's not Debbie. Uh, okay, here we go. Okay, I got it. Cherry Poppin' Daddies? No, it is not Cherry Poppin' Daddies, but they might be playing it uh, night two of Acoustic Christmas if you guys want to tune in on Monday for the announcement. Liquid Larry. No, it is, <laughs> is not, it liquid not Liquid Larry. I feel like that's a good guess, though, no? I don't think that's a good guess, no. All right, one more. All right. Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. No, it is not Jason okay. Bourne. The wor- the person who's singing that is... Pop music star, <laughs> Falco. It is not Falco. <laughs> who's singing it's a guy that has that kind of. DJ Qualls? Lou Vega. No, no, not DJ Qualls, not Lou Vega. Two guesses almost simultaneously. <laughs> no, Hinder. No, not Mo Hinder. Adele Dazim. That is not Adele Dazim. Black Sabbath? Oh, we're getting closer. It's not Black Sabbath. You say we're getting closer? No, I just said oh, that because okay. I'm trying to give different answers. Um. <laughs> I just said, no, it is not Drake. Um, the guy I forgot what his name is. It is not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Adam Lambert. Good guess. Yes, he has that vocal range. It's not Adam Lambert, but very good guess. It is. Wait, wait, wait. All right. Owl City? It is not Owl City. Uh, okay. It is Sam Smith. Sam Smith. It is oh. Sam Smith, who has just released a new single, I Feel Love, produced by Disclosure's Guy Lawrence. Of course. And they have released a pop song in the modern reimagining of Donna Summer. I think it's great. 
That was a little, I mean, it makes sense. It's mm. a little anticlimactic after all those guesses, <laughs> but uh, I will allow it, and I think it sounds like a good record. Sam Charlie Smith. Charlie Manson. No, we already get it. It's not, it's not oh, Charles okay. Manson. Uh, he said, as a queer person, I feel love has followed me to every dance floor and every queer space from the minute I started clubbing. They said, this song, uh, to me, is an anthem of our community, and it was an honor, and most importantly, so much fun to have a go at it. It is a, uh, it's a classic, that's for sure. It is very good. Um, do you guys think that it could get any worse for Lori Laughlin? I don't know how. I mean, depending on how much time she gets in jail, yeah. I, I honestly think this is being set up to be awful for her. You know, yesterday some uh, sources, I mean, I guess this has been going on for the last few weeks, but some close sources to her were talking about how she's terrified to go to jail after seeing these new charges, and obviously Felicity Huffman gets in and out. No one even really cared about her jail sentence. Mm-hmm. Now she's facing a third charge related to the college admissions scam, which we talked about last week. And she today, just about 30 minutes ago, pleaded not guilty to those, too. Wow. She's yeah. going for it, man. Canceled. Uh, so they already faced two conspiracy charges related to the, uh, you know, basically the college admissions scandal where wealthy parents paid to cheat, bribe, and lie uh, through the college system to get their kids into good schools. Uh, I think they're going to get like 10 years in jail or some nuts number. They're going all the way down with this thing. Bobo. It, no, no, no. We already picked it. Oh, we're done with that. Okay. It was Sam Smith. It was not Bobo. 10 years, man. I don't know. I mean, I'm just guessing. I mean, they're looking up to 45 years, but I think that would be insane. But I, this is, they just keep saying they didn't do anything wrong. And the always enjoyable giant inflatable beaver. <laughs> right. I don't know how that has anything to do with Lori Laughlin. But yeah, there's an inflatable. Biggie, Biggie Smalls is the illest. It, no, no, no. It was Sam Smith. Sam Smith. All oh, right, it's Kim Kapilski here. Kim Kapilski? No, it was not. As I said, his, his instant reaction when he hears himself. Yeah, he loves himself. <laughs> oh, it was Kim Kapilski. No, it was not Kim Kapilski. Uh, we know it's Sam Smith, Sam and Smith. also Lori Laughlin's going to jail. Those are important for maybe four years. Uh, Beans final fry, yay. Senor Grande. Oh my God. We're just one at a time. One at a time. Are you go, Bean? I've already, I already played mine. Go again. Senor Grande? No, it is not Senor Grande. As I Kenneth said. Kenneth Babyface Edmonds? No, it's not Kenneth Babyface Edmonds. D's nuts. This is quite a way to go out on Beats Final Friday. Mr. <laughs> Stupid Head at your service? No, it is not. Turd a... Ferguson? No, it's not Turd Ferguson. White! No, it's not Betty White. <laughs> Uncle Fat. Okay. Are you guys just trying to get them all out now before he leaves? Pretty much. Okay, that makes sense. I'm Lieutenant Frank Drebin, police squad. <laughs> no. <laughs> just cleaning out the files. All right. Celebrity birthdays. Tony Collette, Larry Flint, Jenny McCarthy, Anthony Kiedis. Is there anyone more K-Rock than Anthony Kiedis? Nope. Maybe Rivers Cuomo, close second. Sure. Uh, Rick Allen, the one-armed drummer from Def Leppard. That's what you're going to know him as, even though he's a killer drummer. Bo Bice uh, from American Idol and Tim Cook of Apple. And that's what's going on. Quick reminder, K-Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas, night one, is Saturday, December 7th at the Honda Center in Anaheim. It goes on sale today at 10 a.m. in just uh, over 10 minutes. Wow. 10 a.m. today. You can buy tickets for night number one. Um, on your drive home today, listen to Stryker and Klein's commercial free-for-all, a random act of helpfulness from these SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you on Monday. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. What's up, bitches? Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Everyone should quit being a faker. It's a lot of beef. Just pass it around. I split went. <laughs>
And the folklore that joined my friend What happened? We'll just pass it on down Is this a happy ending or a sad ending? It's an ending. That's enough. Well, you guys keep on blah 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 blah. I'm getting out of here. Mr. Bobby, come on down here. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jewish God. Help me, Allah. Ah! Help me, Tom Cruise. This is going downhill fast. It I is. think it'd be a great time to go to commercial break. <laughs> ah! Ah! Help me, Oprah Winifrey. Bong bong. If you listen to the internet, this was one of the worst performances in the history of our country. Chick fil A. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.